Hey everyone, this is Luis, and you are listening to Single, Bilingual, and These Get Ready to Mingle, an audio diary of a queer Latinx migrant who is recently back in the market, and these get ready to mingle. In each episode, I share my thoughts about relationships, breakups, self-love, and those special aha moments that have given me a new perspective on life, myself, and how I approach romantic relationships. Thank you for listening, and I hope you find something here that will resonate with you and make you feel connected. Hey everyone, it's Luis again, and you're listening to another episode of Single, Bilingual, and These Get Ready to Mingle. So it's been about a week or so since my last episode, and like I said, I was going to sleep on it and sleep on the exchange that I had with my ex-boyfriend. So after I finished recording that episode, I actually called up my ex-boyfriend and we had a conversation about, because we, like, you know, like I was saying earlier, um, in last week's episode, we were having this exchange during, through text message. So when you're having these very deep, intense conversations through text message, sometimes a lot of things can be misconstrued or they can be very difficult to decipher and interpret tone. And, you know, my, my heart was feeling really, really heavy that day. So I decided to just, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to give him a call and let's hash this out in person, well, not in person, but as in person as we can, just so we make sure that there's no miscommunication or anything else like that. So we had a conversation and I'm not going to lie. It was very difficult at first. I feel like that we were butting heads. We weren't really listening to each other and we were more just ready to attack. And like we, we we wanted to be heard more so than we wanted to listen So the beginning of the conversation at one point, it was just like, okay, well, I'm not going to have this conversation anymore because it's not going anywhere. But I think once we both acknowledged that, okay, we're not really listening to each other. We're just here to trying to get our points across without really seeking to understand where the other person is coming from. We were able to really take a step back and listen to each other. You know, and so the conversation went really well. Obviously, I think the biggest takeaway from this was that I should, we should all, you know, learn to communicate before making assumptions. And really, if some things don't make sense, to ask questions and really try to understand where the other person is coming from. So, for example, something that I learned through this experience was that to me, talking to someone serious means. You know, I'm ready to like date this person or I'm really ready to commit to this person and only be monogamous with this person and only see this one person. Like to me, taking things serious means a lot different than it does to my ex-boyfriend. So, for example, during the conversation, he told me that when after our first date, like after we hung out, he like deleted his apps and he was ready to, you know, take us on seriously. And I was like, oh, okay, so I'm. I, that's interesting because I did not, for me, you know, our first date was our first date and I was still talking to other people. I did not delete my apps and I just was kind of going with the flow, right? So for him, I think talking to someone serious just means focusing my time and energy on one person, whether this thing is going to go anywhere or not. And for me, talking to someone serious means like I've been dating this person and I want to take it further and I potentially want to see where this goes, right? So I think that was one of the biggest takeaways. I think that the root of 
all of my fears and anxieties around this issue were that I'm afraid of losing the connection that I have with my ex-boyfriend, you know, and it's scary to think about changing the way that I relate to him, right? Because up until this point, we were never really friends before we started dating. We kind of we met with the purpose or with the intention of dating and getting to know each other, right? We met on Tinder. And so our whole relationship has always been with like the same goal in mind, or at least with the same kind of romantic intent. So I don't really know how to be friends with my ex-boyfriend. I don't know how to treat him as a friend. I don't know how to discuss things with him as a friend, right? And so this was the very first time where we kind of had a little bit of an argument and we had to talk it out. And we had to talk it out, not as boyfriends, but as friends or as two individuals who are no longer in a relationship. Right? So earlier this week, I was listening to a podcast, Making Oprah. If you have not listened to it, definitely check it out. It's so, so interesting. So I think the first series was Making Obama and the second series is Making Oprah. So it's basically just kind of documenting of the life of Oprah Winfrey and one of the things she said or one of the things that like the people who worked for her at Harpo Studios would always say is that in life there are two emotions and it's love and fear and everything else you know kind of stems from that and so that really stuck with me and that really resonated with me and so looking back at my experience last week I realized that I was really coming from a place of fear and that fear was, you know, losing that deep and intimate connection with this person who I love dearly. And that really, you know, that is really scary. That's a really scary thing to think about. But, you know, I think learning to acknowledge that my connection is not going to change or nothing is going to threaten that connection. You know, what what him and I have is ours and ours alone. And even though it, it is special to me and it is also special to him, it doesn't mean that it's going to be taken away from me. You know, but what happens when your bond is based off of a romantic relationship and you're no longer romantically relating to this person, what happens to that bond? You know, and it gets me a little sad because for me, it was like such a really, really, really beautiful, beautiful bond and a very, very intimate bond, you know, and I think that it's what's so beautiful about relationships is when we allow ourselves to be open and vulnerable with another person and we allow them into our lives and into our thoughts and into our families and our circles you know, it's nice to know that there's someone out there in this universe who knows you in a way that nobody else knows you, you know, and even if you do get in a relationship, that person, that third, second, fourth, fifth person will never know you the same way that your ex knew you, right? Because when you were in that relationship, you're a very particular person and you're going through particular things in your life that no one else will be able to share with you besides, you know, that person who was there with you throughout that whole time. I hope that makes sense. And yeah, you know, so I think 
for me, I had a very, very deep and intimate connection with my ex-boyfriend. And I'm not mourning the loss of that connection because I know that that connection's there. But I think I'm kind of having a difficult time accepting that that bond and that connection is shifting now and it's changing and it's adapting to the new way that my ex-boyfriend and I are relating to one another, right? And I think I think I'm going to be honest and say that like I've been refusing to accept that. You know, I I I've refused I've been refusing to accept that our relationship has changed. And I think that doesn't mean that I am refusing that I'm no longer in a relationship with him, but I'm refusing to relate to my ex-boyfriend in any other way that I know. You know, in that way is as a boyfriend or as a romantic partner. And at this time, I don't really want to relate to him in any other way. So for now, I think it's best for me to kind of just, you know, step away and take a break from him until I'm ready to relate to him in a different way. And so I'm glad that at least that was the one thing that came out of this whole situation, you know, learning to accept that and acknowledge that, you know, I'm not ready to let that relationship go or not it's not that I'm not ready to let the relationship go but I'm just not ready for my relationship and the way that I relate to this person change and that's a big step I mean you know the first step to recovery is admitting you have a problem not that this is a problem but you know this is definitely something that is stomp like stumping my growth and like not allowing me to really move on because I'm afraid that moving on means losing that connection and losing that bond. And I know it's not true, but I just don't, I'm afraid of finding out how that bond is going to change once I move on, right? And that's, and that's, that's very scary, but I have to, I have to let it go and I have to, I have to let it be, you know? So that's kind of like where I'm at right now. I'm not going to lie. I've been having a really hard time with depression And I've been having a very difficult time trying to kind of like stay positive and have a good outlook on things. You know, I've just, I've been really sad. I've been really sad and I've just been really struggling to kind of push through that, you know because depression sucks and sometimes you don't feel like getting up in the morning and sometimes you find yourself just kind of having a blink steer out into the window on the train or you know you you find yourself checked out a lot and you know that's hard it's really really hard and I feel that like Yeah, you know, breakups always come in waves. They come in waves. You go up and you go down. And, you know, I felt like I was doing really, really well. And now I'm a little sad and I'm struggling. And, you know, I also, the weather here in Chicago has been awful. Like, literally, 
so awful. It's been so gray. It's been so rainy. It's not, not, not very helpful for someone who, you know, is going through a breakup and, you know, tends to have depressive episodes when it's really gray and ugly outside. So it's been a culmination of a lot of things, you know, and it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's very hard. You know, something that helps me is meditation and kind of stretching. So a little bit of yoga slash meditation has been really, really helpful for me in trying to kind of get out of this depressive funk, especially because, you know, I'm going through it alone. I don't have someone that I can like process this with and who can like, you know, lift me up when I'm feeling down. And when that person responsible for lifting you up is a person that's down because you all you have is yourself, it just, you know, it sucks a little bit and it's hard. But, you know, I am eternally, eternally grateful for my therapist. Shout out to my therapist. Love her so much. And, you know, I'm really glad to have access to healthcare that allows me to be able to see a therapist every week and talk about my feelings, you know, and allows me and gives me a space to fall apart because oftentimes I find myself just trying to keep it together, keeping it together for work, keeping it together for my friends, keeping it together for my family. You know, I spend a lot of my time just trying to keep it together and therapy allows me, gives me the space to fall apart. And that's something very, very important to have. So, you know, if you don't have access to therapy, I hope that you do have a safe space for you to fall apart, whether it be in your friend's arms, whether it be in your room, whether it be, you know, through your artwork, through whatever it is that you do. I hope that you have a place to allow yourself to fall apart and to be held and to be heard and listened because right now, you know, I do, I do, I have that through, through therapy, but it's something that I need a lot more than just once a week. So that's just kind of what I'm, I'm going through. And hopefully next week I have a more happy and uplifting episode, but you know, I'm not going to deny my feelings and deny myself from this process that is a breakup and that is life really you know so I am hoping and wishing for better days for myself for all of us because we all need it so I hope you have a good day I'll see you next time If you enjoyed listening to this episode of Single, Bilingual, and These Get Ready to Mingle, head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us Cinco Estrellas, and leave a cute review. Special thanks to Khalid B. from Afrobang for composing the song that you're listening to right now. And don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram at These Get Ready, that's D-I-Z-Q-U-E, ready, and my own personal Instagram at Hola Luisito. And if you're looking to connect through email or you want to share any stories or any comments and let me know what you liked, you can always feel free to email me at dizqueready, that's D-I-Z-Q-U-E, ready at gmail.com.